Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Sunday, December the 19th, 2021. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to go over the NBA main slate for this evening. It has been pared down from nine games to six, so we're putting out the podcast a little bit later than normal today. We wanted to get those changes into effect uh, and see. Hopefully there's no more changes. I think uh, these six games should be pretty solid at this point, but we are going to review them as we normally do. And uh, as we're jumping in, I guess my my best piece of advice, uh, if you're going to play in any time kind of DFS, especially NBA DFS right now, uh, you really do have to follow the news up until lock and then once lock starts, because we're going to have people ruled out that are in protocol uh, we're going to have games canceled, and you certainly don't want to get stuck uh, with guys that aren't playing. I know we had a lot of folks uh, uh, get stuck with Holiday, some with Conanton last night. Um, even happened to me. I was on here trying to put new lineups, got my FanDuel and Yahoo in, but somehow got stuck with both guys, Holiday and Conanton, even though Conanton played a little bit. So, I mean, it can happen to any of us. It's not fun when it does. But the best solution is just uh, to really stay tuned here in Discord. We're going to follow this super close. We're on it 24-7. And when changes occur, we're going to react as quickly as we can. If you want to become a member at Coach Talk, certainly a good time to do it with everything happening with COVID and all the other uh, issues going on with games uh, at this point. But you can do that by going to dfscoachtalk.com. We have some fantastic Christmas specials right now. The one that uh, we've had a huge outpouring to is the 12 day of Christmas, uh, $12 for 12 days, which you really can't beat it. So you sign up today and you're uh, for 12 bucks, you're in all the way to New Year's Eve. So uh, gotta love that. We'd love to have you. Try us out if you haven't. If not, we're here uh, seven days a week in front of the pay, uh, paywall with NBA DFS podcasts. And we also have three NFL podcasts per week. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please take a second and hit that thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. And really appreciate if you could just leave a really super quick comment, question, whatever you have there. That really helps us move up the algorithm on YouTube. Also, uh, click that little uh, clock alarm button there up in the corner. That will let you know every time one of our podcasts posts. If you're listening to any of our audio uh, landing spots, which are Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher, you name it, uh, you can check us out there. Just search for DFS Coach Talk. And give us a quick five stars and comment, and you'll be into a drawing for a free week membership at Coach Talk. It used to be three days. We've raised it to a week. So it is worth a couple of clicks and a five-star rating, and we'll, we draw that at the end of every month. So we'll do that here very shortly in 12 days, a matter of fact. So appreciate that. All right, let's get into it. I know everybody's watching football and doing Christmas shopping and all the fun stuff that uh, is going on and then trying to balance all of this COVID news and everything else. I will say, though, there is a lot of money to be made. I know that it's difficult in these 
players getting ruled out and everything going on makes it very tough. But you got to remember, not everybody, uh, you know, has a provider or one like us that's right on top of it. So it becomes an advantage for us as difficult and chaotic as it can be, especially that last 30 minutes before lock. And then as the slate rolls out through the evening, but it's an advantage. I mean, uh, you know, nine, 99 out of 100 times, we're going to make the proper changes. We're going to have the players in the right position for late swap. And we're going to be doing that throughout. Uh, you know, again, you know, if it's humanly possible, we're going to get it done. And we're the place that uh, can help you get over the top. All right. We've got three postponements today. Atlanta, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Denver and Philadelphia, New Orleans. All three of those games have been canceled. So we're going to tackle the six games that are still on the board at this uh, 1.50 p.m. Eastern on Sunday afternoon. If things change, we will uh, post that information in our Discord. All right, the first game on this slate at 6 p.m. Remember, the Sunday games for NBA start at 6, not 7, so don't miss out on that. We have all six games uh, on the main slate on all three sites, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. Remember, we provide a coach's clipboard for DraftKings, five highlighted players, and a group of players to select the rest of your roster from, full cash and GPP lineups on FanDuel and on Yahoo. I don't believe any other provider provides that much uh, information. So take advantage of it. We've been hot and uh, jump on and join in. All right, first game, Portland-Memphis. Memphis minus five and a half. It's a 219 total, 106.75 implied for Portland, 112.25 uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Portland comes in at 12 and 18, Memphis at 19 and 11. And again, here's the information we have up to date to this point. Uh, we know that uh, Dennis Smith III, uh, D's, DS3, if you want, uh, he or Junior, I should say, Dennis Smith Junior, not the third. He's uh, probable. I, it looks as though he'll be backing up some of the main guards there. But we know McCollum and Zeller are out. For Memphis, Aldama, Clark, Merrill, Morant, and Williams are all out. Um, statistically speaking, we've got the 17th pace Portland Trailblazers, Memphis top 10 pace in ninth. Defensively, we know Portland doesn't guard much of anything. They're second to last in the league at 29th. And we've got Memphis in the middle of the pack there at 14th. So what does it look like here? Dame Lillard at 9-7, certainly an option. We have some, a limited amount of buy-up options. Uh, not a bad uh, you know, shot there if he's going to have one of his uh, big uh, games. He certainly can go 6-7-X or even break the slate. It's possible, especially with McCullum up. McCullum out for a while here. Uh, Moore has fallen on his shoulders. Norman Powell's been very steady uh, 6.5, uh, definitely worth a, a shot there. You got Nurkic at uh, 6.8, who's been fairly steady and also burdened some more of the load with people out. If you want to go on the cheap, there are some reasonable uh, chances here with Little uh, at 4.3 and Nance at 4.7. 
So those guys are options. Simons at four six possibly, uh, but he's been very inconsistent. More of a GPP play for me. Tyus Jones on the Memphis side at five six is very fair price. Desmond Bain has been tough all year. He's only drifted to six one here, so not bad. As well as his running mate Dylan Brooks at six three and Jaron Jackson at six six. These Memphis guys have been underpriced all year and they're playing a terrible defense even though uh you know it's a little bit of a pace down game but i think those guys in the sixes there bain brooks and jackson are all underpriced then you have very cheap uh adams at four nine and if you want to go a little deeper anderson five one and melton four eight so it is bargain basement value city here for the grizz and probably good to have some exposure there i i certainly will it is the first night of a back-to-back -back for Memphis. Uh, maybe Jank, Coach Jenkins, you know, uh, loses a few minutes on a few, some of the guys, like maybe a vet like Adams. So you have to be aware of that. Portland, it is uh, an island game. All right, game two, San Antonio Spurs, Sacramento Kings, both teams on the first night of a back-to-back. -back. So you've got uh, Pop on a back-to-back -back during COVID times. So, you know, you really have to uh, tread very lightly, if I, if I would say so myself. Uh, the Spurs are favored by five. It is 116 and a half implied for the Spurs and 111 and a half for Sacramento. For the big winner, 228 is the over-under here. There's one other game uh, that is actually higher than this. But this, this game is very uh, conducive here to some DFS points, no question about it. Uh, San Antonio comes in at 11 and 17. Sacramento is 12 and 18. The only guy listed out for the Spurs right now is Zach Collins. He's been out all year. So that's pretty astounding in itself. Not so fortunate are the Sacramento Kings, and hence they're why they're an underdog. Uh, Rashawn Holmes is questionable. That's important news to get. But then all these guys are out. Bagley, Davis, Fox, King, Len, and Mitchell. So they've got a boatload of guys out, which are really going to affect uh, this game without question. Uh, Pace-wise, you've got two really good pace teams. That's why you got the 228 number. Seventh and third, respectively. And neither team, anything to write home about on defense. The Spurs are 18th, Sacramento 26th. So really a ripe game for, uh, you know, the pick in here if you if you pull out the right guys. Uh, you've got DeJounte Murray at 9-9. He's been expensive all year, but he's put up some large numbers. Uh, you just, you know, you got to catch him on the right day for sure. This certainly could be one of them. After that, it's really very inexpensive. Uh, Derek White, who threw up a monster number for me uh, last week, I think almost 60, I believe. So he's playable at 6'7 in a shorthanded Kings against a shorthanded Kings team. Uh, the other guys worth mentioning to me are, are Keldon Johnson at 5'4 and Jakob Pertle at 6'3. Both very uh, affordable in a game that uh, really could have a big total to it. On the, the King side is where you're going to get some really good good uh, plays here because of the shorthandedness. We could have some big minutes 
uh, from some of these guys. Number one being Tyrese Halliburton at 6'9". Really like him. Uh, he's a, a strong play today. Buddy Hill at 5'9". Harrison Barnes at 6'3". Uh, also very much in play. Met two at 4'8". Uh, I like even better if Holmes sits. Uh, if Holmes does play and doesn't have any restriction at 6'2", you can certainly consider him. Um, and if Holmes sits, then Tristan Thompson uh, enters the discussion at 4-5. But that's the main group, but a lot of good guys that you can choose from uh, from the Kings side for sure. All right. Game three, the Miami Heat at the Detroit uh, Pistons. And by the way, these three games are all 6 o'clock games. So you have three early games. We'll know all the news. If anybody else is ruled out, we'll have that information. This one uh, is a low-scoring affair is the way it looks. Miami's favored by 7.5, only 209. 108.25 implied for Miami, 100.75 for the Detroit Pistons. And then you've got record-wise coming into this game, We've got uh, Miami at 18 and 12, and the Pistons at a rough 4 and 24. Uh, for the Heat, you've got two questionable tags, Garrett and Hero. So we really need the Hero news. Guys that are already ruled out, Adebayo, Butler, Martin, Morris, and Oladipo. A lot of good players. Only two guys out right now for Detroit are Grant and Olenek. So you're going to get a lot of their normal rotation uh, in this one. Um, as far as either team being on the side of a back-to-back, -back, it's not the case here. They're both island games, so we should get decent minutes from their main guys. Poor pace here, though, uh, for Miami, especially at 28th, uh, definitely will slow the game down. Detroit is 13th, so they picked up uh, somewhat of the pace. Miami's a top 10 D at ninth and Detroit down at 23. So sort of a mixed bag uh, of speed and defense. Um, the way it's looking now, as far as value goes here, you've got Kyle Lowry at uh, eight, three. Again, he's leading the, the show with, with so many guys out. Very important to know if Hero's gonna play. If Hero sits, uh, Lowry's a, a pretty strong play. If he plays, and without limitations, Hero's only 7K, and I think he becomes in play. Uh, the value plays here <clears throat> are very apparent. Gabe Vincent, 5'5", five, five, Duncan Robinson, 4'6", and Dwayne Dedman at 5'1". All three of them should see extended run uh, with the shorthandedness of their roster. So definitely interested in some Miami. Uh, we'll have some exposure in this game. For Detroit, it looks like Killian Hayes, Cunningham, Diallo, Bay, and Stewart. That's their normal starting five right now. And then their bench isn't bad with Jackson and Lee. Uh, some of those guys, Corey Joseph, all uh, possible plays. So against the Miami uh, slow pace and good D, not really wanting to spend the crazy 8-4 number on Kate Cunningham. I think that'll keep his ownership down if you are interested, but I just don't want to spend that high of a number. Um, <clears throat> if you want to go on the cheap, Sadiq Bay is coming off a good game at 6-2. Stewart's cheap at 5-3. And Killian Hayes at 3-5, if he gets enough of a run, uh, is dirt cheap. But I'm not looking uh, at probably any Pistons here.
All right. We move to a 7 o'clock game. It is the Pelicans versus the Sixers. Oh, that game is canceled. Never mind. That game's not going to be played. The next game on the board, we got to try to keep all of this in order. It's Charlotte and Phoenix. Charlotte on the first night of a back-to-back. This is the giant number that even beats the 228. I haven't seen a 230 in a while in this season in the league. The scores have been so far down. But this is Phoenix minus 7.5. 230 is the total. Charlotte has not defended anybody in a long time. And their games have been going over consistently. Uh, Charlotte's a 111.25 implied, which is usually, uh, you know, the favorite, but 118.75 for Phoenix. So this game is wild as far as the the numbers go. And certainly almost can't afford to pass it up in in any stretch. You're going to have to have some exposure here, no doubt about it. Charlotte is 16 and 15. Phoenix is 23 and 5 after a 1 and 3 start. So that's uh 22 and 2. Unbelievable. Um pace-wise, awesome pace here, obviously, fourth and sixth. Charlotte, no defense, dead last. Phoenix is second in the league in defense. So, you know, that doesn't make you feel great about you know, plugging in the Charlotte guys. But the the cool thing about it for Charlotte, nobody out. I don't know how that's possible in this day and age, but they have no players listed as out. So in essence, that actually hurts them because the usage stays spread out. Um, For Phoenix, Booker is questionable. So he may lace them up. And that's enormous news. Uh, We know Kaminsky, Nader, and Sarge remain out. So how do we look at this game and where are we going to go with this one? Uh, Again, you know, you've got that poor defense from Charlotte, which uh, really makes guys like even spend up. Chris Paul, 9-3, especially if Booker doesn't play. Uh, Booker's 8-8 if he does get in there. Mikhail Bridges, 5-4. DeAndre, 8-2. And then if you want to go cheaper, I think two guys you can still consider are Jay Crowder at 4'6", and Cam Johnson uh, at 5'1", who's playing better basketball as well and getting good run. Um, On the Charlotte side, 9'5 for LaMelo Ball, uh, and he has all his running mates back, Rozier, Hayward, Bridges, and even Plumlee are in there. So, you know, now you've got Oubre and Martin coming off the bench, and they were two superstars in DFS here when the other guys were out. So for me, I think Charlotte is a little overpriced because they've been in all these high-scoring games. They're going against the second-best defensive team in the league in Phoenix. Um, and I don't know. I don't want to pay 9-5 I don't, uh, for Ball, 6-6 for Rogier or 6-7 for Hayward, or even 7-6 for Bridges. So I doubt that I'm going to go here. I know some people will hang on to maybe a 6'4 overpriced Ubre now that he's coming off the bench. Same thing with Cody Martin at 5'7. So I think, you know, as great as Charlotte is to roster, I think it's better to sort of skip down the road here and uh, take a look at the Phoenix side. I think you can go multiple players here on the Phoenix side, at least two, um, <clears throat> maybe even three, but specifically at least two. 
Uh, but we need the Booker news. That'll that'll affect things uh, and solidify how we we finish that one up. Okay, we go to uh, the next game on the board, which is Charlotte, or I'm sorry, the Lakers and the Bulls. All the games are scrambled because of all of the uh, cancellations, and it takes a little bit of surfing around here to find what you're looking for. Chicago's favored by six in this game. It's only a 215.5 total, 104.75 for the Lakers and 110.75 for the Bulls. Um, interesting game here, and it should be a good feature game to watch. It's an 8, 8 p.m. Eastern game uh, as well. Coming into this game, the Lakers are 16 and 14. Chicago is 17 and 10, but we've got a book to read here. LeBron James probable. Trevor Ariza from the Ashes is questionable. Maybe he plays. All these guys are out. Bazemore, Bradley, Davis, Horton Tucker, Howard, Monk, Nunn, and Reeves. So definitely shorthanded on the Lakers side. Bulls. The Bulls have uh, the potential here to get um, Derek Jones Jr. back. He's questionable. We have um, Matt Thomas listed as doubtful, and then the following are out. Brown, Desunmu, Johnson, Mr. Zach Levine, and Patrick Williams. So a lot to unpack here. Uh, let's take a look. Statistically, uh, the Lakers are second fastest paced team in the league, Chicago 15th. So you got some good, <clears throat> good possessions in this game. Defensively, though, both teams, Chicago's been really, really good all year. The Lakers, though, have come out of nowhere and are now eighth in defensive efficiency. So if you've noticed their games in the last two, three weeks, especially, the scores are down. They are concentrating on playing better defense, and they have moved up a ton. So with the eighth and seventh ranked defenses, that does give you some pause here. Uh, and then, of course, with the Lakers, with Westbrook and LeBron James playing, you know, do you play one or the other? You can. They're 10-4 and 10-8, respectively. So that doesn't make it, uh, you know, plug and play by any stretch. But I'll tell you, it's hard not to want to play one of them. Because right now we're just assuming the other starters to possibly be Ellington, Baysmore, or and Jordan. Maybe a Carmelo Anthony gets in there. They've added Isaiah Thomas to the mix. Uh, Rondo will get some run. But they are thin, very thin. And, you know, we'll see if Ariza comes back. I'm sure he'd be, he'll be limited. So it's hard not to, to push a button on Westbrook or James. I'm probably going to go to one of them in a pay-up scenario here. Uh, but if you want to go on the cheap for the other guys, you're, gonna, you're talking guys that could get 30 to 35 minutes minutes in an Ellington at 4K, Baysmore at 4.7. Um, don't quite trust DeAndre Jordan for a ton of minutes, but he's 3K. So I don't know if you if you want to pass that up uh, or not. Um, but that's who we have listed as, as probable starters as of right now. So it's hard, hard not to take advantage of that. On the Chicago side, we've got uh, Lonzo Ball, Caruso, DeRozan, Green, and Vukovic is projected starters. So really, other than Levine, uh, they've got their main group in, 
and they've got Jones, Jr., White, those guys off the bench. So, you know, with Levine out, DeRozan firmly in play at 9-4. I think you could consider Vuk at 9-2. Both of them are definitely pay-up guys, but if this is a focus game, uh, you know, you can really push the envelope here. It is only a 215 and a half with a 230 and a 228 on the board. So it, it, it's uh, a little risky, but it may be the way to go uh, to give you a contrarian look, uh, maybe take something down. So I will have some exposure in this game without question. All right, the last game, it's an 8 o'clock game as well. So we have no super late games today. They're all bunched in between 6 and 8 Eastern. Uh, it is the Dallas Mavericks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota's favored by three. It's only a 213 uh, total. 105 implied for Dallas. Uh, 108 implied for Minnesota. Dallas is 14 and 14. Minnesota 14 and 15. Dallas slowest team in the league. Snooze basketball. And you have Luka Doncic. So go figure. But they are dead last. Minnesota's fifth. So a major pace up game for Dallas, pace down for Minnesota. Defensively, a little bit better than normal here than you'd expect. 13th and 11th for Dallas and Minnesota. Uh, so that doesn't really uh, get you too fired up. As far as the injuries go, Sterling Brown probable. And then we've got a bunch of guys out. Bullock, Cauley Stein, uh, ever hear a Luka Doncic not playing. Josh Green. Frank Nidalekina and uh, Omarui, the rookie, who's actually on the roster now. Um, He's a two-way guy. So none of those guys are playing. For Minnesota, just two guys, but an important one. Ant is out. Anthony Edwards is not playing. Torian Prince also down. So how do we look at this game um, as far as who's in, who's out? We know that we'd love to play Brunson when Luke is out, but he's 7-1 now. So he's now a mid-level price guy. Hardaway at 5-9 and Finney Smith at 4-8. Dwight Powell at 3-4. Maxi Kleba 3-7. Burke at 3-8. Very tough to, to trust. I think you got to look uh, really just in the two spots. Kristaps Porzingis is 8-8. I think he's a really good play. Having to pay almost 9K for Persingas is is very gut-wrenching. But big pace up, and he's going to be the key go-to guy. I'm not afraid to spend the 7-1 on Brunson, but he is going to get some Patrick Beverly defense. So, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow as well. Minnesota, you know, on the other hand, has a few really good plays. But, you know, if Dallas is playing at the slowest pace in in the league, is that going to deter some of these guys from getting to their number? I think D'Angelo Russell at 7-4 is a really solid play with Ant out. Um, and Cat at 9-6, <clears throat> we approach, uh, we we attack the uh, the big inside play for Dallas, and Cat's one of the top uh, scorers in the league at the center spot. So, Cat at 9-6 in play. D'Angelo Russell at 7-4 in play. Not going to go both by any stretch, especially with a pace down game. But I think you have to look at them. Uh, If you want to go cheap, you do have some options here. Beverly at 5-2. Vanderbilt at 5-4, who's had some good games. Um, 
and <clears throat> not really going to go Beasley at 4-7, maybe a GPP play. But that is it, my friends. Six games uh, from down from nine. A lot of money still to be made. And got to stay with it. Stay with the news. Stay with the um, all the information because it's going to be flowing through. Things are going to change as we go. They may have changed already. I'm not even sure. But we're sitting here at 2.15. And uh, we're looking to uh, get some of these lineup set up so we've got some dog interference here and uh so i guess that's what what she thinks about this slate as far as all the the, the uh players being out so anyway we would love to have you join us at uh, dfs coach talk <clears throat> we're um uh we're around the clock so check us out join we'll get you into discord right away and then we'll we'll go from there so Really appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, hopefully you're doing well in your NFL today and you have a chance to catch this uh, NBA pod and then uh, we'll go after it again tomorrow. So appreciate everybody. Have a great day and let's crush it for sure tonight and uh, take some stuff down. So uh, have a great one and we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. <laughs>